So today I have the lovely Toya with me, whose turn it is to take over Tales and Trish. So hi Toya, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, hi everyone. Looking forward to the signing, it's not long now, is it? Um, okay, a bit about myself. Um, I live just outside of Ipswich with my husband and Masai the cat. I mustn't forget her or she'll be upset. Um, I've got a grown-up son and he works on cruise ships, so he's just gone back out again um, in the Caribbean, so I was all right for some. Um, the genres I write in are paranormal romance, uh, contemporary, and I've also tested the waters with um, some romantic comedy. I, I did one for the last two Christmases. And at the moment, I'm writing one that will be due out probably in the summer. It's a rom-com stroke enemies to lovers set at an allotment. And I actually went to allotment and allotment and um, that my friend has got and just got the rundown on all the weird and wonderful people that are there. So I could add some characters to it. Um, when I'm not writing or reading, um, I'm a big Formula One fan. Um, I love watching the darts. I'm into my heavy metal and I like going to, to gigs, I like the cinema, walking, and I love meeting new people and going out with friends. I like to think I'm quite sociable. I'm a bit shy, but I push myself forward. So, <laughs> uh, Did you always know that you wanted to be a writer? Oh, right. Right, probably from when I was about four, because my mum used to read to me a lot and she used to make stories up for me and um, she always encouraged me to use my imagination um, but I didn't really I, I used to write silly stories as I was growing up um, not that much in my teens and my 20s but then I got the bug to start writing properly and my mum was sort of like one of my biggest supporters and and um, helped me along the way. And she was desperate to see me published, but unfortunately she passed away in 2009 and never got to see that. So um, all of my books, they're all dedicated to my mum. I've got acknowledgements and special acknowledgements in them, but everyone is dedicated to my mum. So hopefully she's watching from somewhere and can see. But yeah, I've, um, I did have a bit of a dry spell not long ago. I think a lot of us authors have been the same with, with COVID and everything that's been going on and my mental health was all over the place. Um, but I have now got into it again. And um, over the last week, I've been typing like a mad thing and I'm actually quite relieved because I, I was I was panicking a bit. I thought, oh my God, what if I can't write anymore? But yeah, it's back. Yay! <laughs> what made you actually take the plunge and go for it? Um... I just I'd got so many ideas in my head and lots of notes written down and I kept thinking yes I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow and tomorrow turned into a month and into a year and I just thought no I've got to do this again you know my mum sort of said you need to do something you need to actually get it down and um as I say with that and also with her passing um I just it was a way to help with my mental health and it really has because I do suffer like a lot of us do and it's it's one of my therapies 
And um, yeah, so I basically gave myself a kick up the backside and said, you've got to do this. So here I am. And why did you choose um, paranormal romance? To, was that to begin with and then branch off? No, it wasn't actually. I wrote, um, <laughs> and I called it romantic suspense now, but I wrote a romance thriller, which I had called Flame, which um, there was domestic abuse in it. And it was set basically in Cornwall. And I'd had this idea in my head for an awful long time. So um, I started off with, with that really. And then I wrote, I'd written, I'd written a story and I had an agent at the time and I got him to look at it. And he's, it wasn't the sort of thing that he had on his portfolio. So he, um, he got somebody to read it and they said, this is paranormal romance. And I thought, well, what the hell is paranormal? I didn't know what it was. I've just written this, it just came out of my head. And then I started reading, like I started off with the big ones like Sherilyn Kenyon and um, Christine Fee, and who were the couple of the top two in that field. And um, I must admit, I love that the most. I think the reason I like it is because you can create whatever you want. There's because it's not the real world. You can actually build your own world, which is is it's quite exciting, and I, I really enjoy it. You know, and um, I I've got shifters, but I don't. Mine aren't necessarily the same as other people's shifters. I like to have things that are a little bit different. Um, so yeah, it's sort of that you know you can just let your imag imagination run riot. But there again, I do like writing contemporary as well. So I do like the real world stuff because sometimes I think your brain has to have a break, or mine does anyway, from one genre to the next. So um, and especially the the writing romantic comedy has been a godsend with all as we say, what's going on in the world and with mental health and that. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice to switch it up. Um, I'd like to go back. I might like to write another romance romance thriller, but at the moment I've got too much else on my, on my plate. So that's on the back burner, but I've got paid books <laughs> full of notes. And yeah, I'll get round to it one day if I'm still alive. <laughs> um, if you were to take any one of your characters from any of your books out for a meal, who would you choose and what would you ask them? Oh... Oh my God, um, that is really difficult. That is really difficult. Um, well, I can think of one couple, um, which is from uh, Wild Desire, which is a, a paranormal romance, um, Elias and Mila. Elias basically because he's hot and, <laughs> and um, would be nice to look at. That's very shallow, isn't it? Um, but Mila, probably his he's, he's mate, his partner, um, because she was very much, she's very much into nature and has an affinity with, um, with the world around her. And she was also um, a forest ranger. And I'd like, that's something actually I'd always like to do, be, do that kind of work and conservation and have a good chat about that, really. 
And that's quite difficult to answer because now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, well, actually, I'd like to go out with that character, I suppose, as well. Sorry, I'm rambling now. I do have a tendency to ramble. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> I suppose um, in the real world, as somebody like Amberly, who was the female character in Flame um, that had to deal with domestic abuse and she actually ran away to Cornwall to get away from her ex-partner and ask her how she how she dealt with it and how she found the strength to get away although he follows her down there but I won't go into it in case anybody wants to wants to read it um but yeah she's a very strong character and um she did a very brave thing you know because it's it's not easy I haven't experienced it, but I, you know, it can't be easy to actually get that courage to make the move to get away from somebody who's who's um, hurting you physically and mentally, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you hide any secret jokes or messages in your books that only a few people would understand? Um, no, I don't think so. I haven't as yet. There might, there might be one that I need to put in in a book. I've got an idea for a summer romance um, set on a cruise ship, but unfortunately the cruise we were going on has cancelled, so I haven't been able to do my proper research on that. But um, if Kelly, Kelly McMullen-Lowe is watching this, Kelly, um, if I just say sausages, she'll know what I mean. Sausages, teeth and hair. It's, it's, not, it's not pervy. It's not as bad as it sounds. But, yes, there could be a secret message in that for her and for one of my readers who's um, Beverly, Beverly Ann Hopper. Um, I could tell you the story, but I don't know whether you've got time to hear it or not, but... I think it's more fun to leave everyone wondering it. and it will give them it. something to ask about at the event as well. So, oh, so if anybody <laughs> wants to know about that, just come up to my table and have a chat and I'll tell you. And if I don't tell you, Kelly, who's also a signing author there, she'll tell you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to get that in there somewhere. <laughs> um, are there any authors you're particularly looking forward to meeting up with or meeting for the first time? Oh, meeting up with definitely Kelly. She's 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 um, been um, she's turned out to be an amazing friend as well as a highly talented author. She's she's such a lovely lady. Um, I can't wait to see her again. Martin Ferguson, really nice guy. We've met. We've been to a couple of local signings together, and and I've, he was at the lead signing that I was at. So, um, and everyone else really I'm just excited to to meet everybody um it's because it's it's really weird to explain if you haven't been to a signing before you're kind of like all of you and that's readers and authors you're in your own bubble for that whole time and you actually get quite close and it's uh, going be prepared for the post signing blues that's not good 
it's not good you sort of you really miss that contact so I'm just excited to meet every everyone really and you and Claire you're going to get big squishy hugs because you've done so much for this this signing that I can't wait to to meet you guys and thank you personally and hug and and have fun and and what have you but yeah so yeah I'm just I'm just quite excited to meet meet everybody really and have a good old chat about people understand the, the, the author world. I feel it's mutual on mine and Claire's part as well. We can't wait to give everyone squishy hugs, whether they want them or not, they get Hello, squishy they hugs. Get, so, yes. Absolutely, there is no getting away from them whatsoever. Yeah, it's in the tiny small print of their contract when they signed and agreed, you know, so if they didn't read that, then that's on them. That's tough, yes, and if they go hide in their bedrooms, we'll find them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, well, I don't have any more questions for you, so unless you think there's anything that you want to say before you take over our group, then no. just tell everyone where they can find out more about you and where no. they can get your books from. Yeah, no, not not at all. I think um, I just to say that I am looking forward to to seeing everybody, and um, I've got all my posts scheduled for tomorrow because I've got a couple of appointments in the morning. So if I ignore, if it looks like I'm ignoring people, I'm not. I've, I'll as soon as I can respond to them, I will do. And um, I have one of the posts is ask me anything. I'm not worried about what people ask me, so you can ask me what you like. I don't mind. But uh, yeah, I haven't met some of our uh, authors, have you? Like Darren, you could no. come to regret that very much. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, I'll be prepared then for any of his comments now, won't I? Yes. You'll <laughs> oh, be even worse at the event. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. I'll I'll write his name in red on my hit list then and say the warning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, fantastic. We look forward to seeing what you get up to tomorrow then and look forward even more to meeting you in May. Yeah, I can't wait to see you. It'll be great. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to meeting everybody else. And Claire, if you're listening, hide that handbag. Otherwise, I'm having it. She'll know what I mean. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> Thank you very much. OK. Well, it's lovely to talk to you, Donna. You take care. Yeah, you too. All right. <laughs>